Curtin Cade Mornings, not just on the radio. It's a podcast, too. We truly hope that uh, you join Rob West on Moody Radio for Faith and Finance Live. Uh, check your local listings. We realize with the podcast, it's not just folks in Florida who are uh, listening to the podcast here. So Faith and Finance Live, Moody Radio, uh, it's one of our favorite programs. We always learn a lot. We love Rob. Yes. And it's nice when he drops by the show because it's it's like our own, I don't know, it's our own version of Faith and Finance Live. Easier to get the phone calls in. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to get through on the phones here uh, at Curtin K Mornings. So, uh, and there's all, and you were answering phones yes. today. Yes. A lot of people, you know, and what I love about Rod is that he it's not he's not gonna make you feel bad. He's gonna help you dig yourself out. Yeah. That's the whole point of what he does. I just thought of something. Yeah. He doesn't pile guilt on you. No. He helps you dig out yes. from from this. This is good stuff. We don't need guilt. No. What we need is help. And if you missed the segment, the latest segment with Rob, don't worry about it. We wanted to feature him on this latest episode of the Curtain K Mornings podcast. Rob West from Faith and Finance Live, heard right here on Moody Radio Florida, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Guess what? He's with us this morning. Hey, Rob, welcome back. How are you? Good morning. It's great to be with you guys. All right. Do you have your Christmas shopping done? And you're not going into debt for your Christmas shopping, are you? Not going into debt. Can't say it's done, though, but uh, making some progress, that's for sure. We're really just trying to be intentional. You know, my oldest is home from college. She's a freshman, so we were, you know, saw our first one leave in uh, August, so having him back for the month is going to be amazing. Uh, we're so excited just to have family time. I sent all the kids uh, an Apple, shared Apple note the other day and said, okay, I want each of you to add two things to this list that you want us to do as a family in December. And so they've been having fun uh, adding their favorite movie or someplace they want to go. One of my daughters said, well, New York City, of course. And I was like, wait a minute, that's not what I had in mind. I mean, these are these are some local things we're going to do. But anyway, we're looking forward to it. All right, let's talk about debt. And there are a lot of folks, obviously, who are struggling in this area. And it can feel like They are overwhelmed. They are drowning in debt. We know that things are very expensive now, the economy, et cetera. The last time you were with us, we discussed some of these things. And you talk about them all the time on the show, on your show. But, uh, you know, the honest truth is debt can make profound changes in your life, and and it can have spiritual consequences. And I think – now, you can correct me because you have the stats, but I think I saw the credit card debt is now at $1 trillion, which is an all-time high. That's exactly right. Unfortunately, uh, we did pass the one trillion with a T uh, mark with credit card debt, which is an all time high. And then you add that on top of the fact that the average credit card interest right now uh, is over 22%. So it's just really on top of expenses being up due to inflation. It's just putting a squeeze on the average family. And so it's real and it's challenging. And you're exactly right. There are, uh, you know, relational implications to this. It can create a strain and stress in the marriage. There are spiritual implications because it can cause us just to, you know, miss being able to hear from the Lord and, uh, you know, not being able to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit just because we're saddled and burdened by this debt, which changes the relationship. You remember Proverbs 22, 7 says the rich rule over the poor, the borrower is slave to the lender. Here's the other challenge, Kurt and Kate, as you all know, this time Time of year, if we haven't been setting aside money all year, it can cause us to go into more debt because we want to, you know, make 
good on all those gifts we want to give. And then we've got all the trimmings and the, you know, extra things we're doing and, you know, not all the, all the decorating and, you know, you put it all together and we can get to January with thousands of dollars, even more on top of the debt we already had. So I think it's time to kind of pull back and say, okay, what do I need to do to right size this? And it's got to start with that spending plan. I mean, we've got to dial back expenses so we have margin or surplus that we can apply to debt reduction. Now, if you have less than 4000 in credit card debt, I'd just snowball it yourself. That means smallest to largest balance, pay the minimums on all, but take that margin that you freed up in your budget as you started to trim and attack the smallest balance first. That psychological win of paying one off in full is going to give you the momentum to keep going right down the line. More than 4000 in credit card debt, I'd reach out to my friends at christiancreditcounselors.org. They can help you get those interest rates down and pay that off much quicker. 20%. That's insane. I mean, the 22, deals... 22. Yeah. 22. Okay, so more than 20. You know, the worst, though, I found... Uh, I mean, there's there's degrees of bad when it comes to interest rates on the, the credit cards you can get, obviously. But, you know, some sometimes the department stores, uh, you know, I, they can be upwards of 30 35%. And, and so you've got that. Then what about that buy now, pay later thing? Yeah, you've just got to be really careful there. I mean, that's just a way to allow you to buy things you really can't afford is the bottom line. So we've always got to start with that spending plan. Let's, you know, really just focus on paying cash for things, especially if you're in trouble. Let's not, you know, get overextended even further. We tend to buy things based on the payment rather than what they actually cost. And we really need to delayed gratification, save so we can buy with cash. Often we'll get a better price and we won't have the interest on top of it. But you're exactly right about those store cards. The other thing we miss a lot of times is those store cards are often backed by a finance company, which is a lower tier lender. That's one of the reasons they have those higher interest rates. But as far as your credit score is concerned, it doesn't help you because those finance companies are factored in that will they will drag your score down a little bit as opposed to you having a credit card from a top tier bank or lender. So just really be careful with those store cards. I was noticing lately in the news, of course, uh, during the pandemic, the price of used cars, cars in general, and then used cars, it was going through the roof. Now it seems like, um, and it's like, do not buy a car now, but now it seems like that is lightening up just a little bit. And the reason why I bring that up is, I mean, obviously you've got probably your biggest purchase definitely for most of us is our home. And then it's our uh, transportation cars and stuff. Um, yeah. So the prices of used cars, have you seen that they're going down? Uh, if so, that's a, that's a bit of encouragement for us. They actually are. So just back up a bit. So the pandemic was what really uh, caused the challenges in the uh, car market. So supply chain disruptions and really a shortage of the um, of the chips that were needed to make all cars, um, you know, resulted in just much lower inventories on the lots for new cars. That trickles down into the used car market. So we saw year over year increases in used cars of sixteen to. 
20 percent uh, back in 2021. Now, that's diminished. So this year, ending the third quarter of 2023, um, you know, the 12 months ending the third quarter of this year, used cars were down about 6 percent year over year. So we're still not back to where we were pre-pandemic, but uh, you know, it is getting better. And so as the inventories are building in terms of new cars, it's helping those used car prices to stabilize. Hmm. That's good news. Rob West is with us from Faith and Finance Live, heard Monday through Friday, right here, 4 p.m. I should also mention that when it comes to budgeting, you might be thinking, okay, where do I start? Are there any tools that can help me? The answer is yes. And uh, faithfi.com is the website uh, that that Rob recommends for obvious reasons. Faith and Finance Live, see that two and two equals four. Um, I can do the math on that. But if you need the math to help you out with your budget, and the the calculator that they have here, I call it a calculator. It's a budget app to help you budget, set a budget up for yourself. It's dynamite. You're going to love this. Uh, We'll text out the link to you. Just text the word finance to the Curtin Kate hotline, 888-777-6810, and we'll send you a link, and you can download it. So, uh, yeah, finance to 888-777-6810. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode of the Curtin Kate Mornings Podcast. We always welcome a review with your thoughts and comments, and please feel free to subscribe and follow us as well. Let's go to Anna in Kissimmee. Hi, Anna, how are you? Good morning. How are you guys? My question is, uh, I own a home. Um, I owe $60,000. The home is about $368,000. And I have like um, $20,000, I mean $25,000 debt between here and there. And I was wondering if I can, if it would be wise to pull uh, HELOC and have one payment. And that payment, I think it is, um, it is tax deductible. Hmm. Yeah. So what would you use the HELOC for? Are you looking to uh, do a home renovation to, or something? No, to, to pay the debt. No. Okay. Pay the debt. So what, okay. Yeah. So what kind of debt do you have? Is it credit card debt? Credit card. Yes. Okay. And the credit card debt totals about 25,000. Yes. Okay, got it. Uh, you know, I wouldn't do that, and here's why. Uh, first of all, often the reason we have credit card debt is we're is just due to lifestyle spending beyond our means. Now, there may be have may have been a single event medically or otherwise that led to this debt, but but in many cases, it's just because we were you know spending more than we had and. By coming in and rescuing that, so to speak, with the home equity loan, it doesn't require us to do that hard work to really get our spending in line with our income, which means we got to go back to that budget. We've got to trim and cut so we have margin. Uh And then anytime you use credit cards in the future, if you are going to continue to use them, you only use them for budgeted items and you pay them off. If you don't, if you come in and pay it off with that HELOC, here's what I've had happen uh, in so many cases is six months later, I get the call. Guess what, Rob? The credit card debt's back and now I have the HELOC on top of it. So uh, that's the first reason. The second reason I wouldn't do that is what you have today is what's called unsecured debt. So it just simply means you're obligated for it. And, you know, biblically, we need to honor our obligations, Uh but there is no recourse for that apart from them getting a judgment against you. Uh, They can't take any of your assets. Whereas as soon as you put it on that HELOC tied to your home, 
now if for some reason you can't pay for reasons out of your control, now your house is at risk. And so I just don't want to take this debt and make the home the collateral for it, which would is what would happen with that home equity line of credit. So where would I go from here? Well, I'd go back to the first step, which is let's start with that budget. Let's look for any opportunity to trim. And moving forward, let's never use credit cards again unless we're using them for budgeted items and we pay them in full. Now, how do we get rid of the 25000 That's where I would use a debt management program. Uh, our friends at Christian Credit Counselors can help you. ChristianCreditCounselors.org. They will help you get those interest rates down to between 8 and 12%. You'll send one monthly payment through them, and you'll be able to pay it off on average 80% faster. Hundreds of our listeners, if not thousands, have used them, and it's really a powerful program. Will that affect my credit score? Yeah, it does not. So the fact that you're in credit counseling is not a part of the credit scoring algorithm. The only thing that could affect it slightly uh, is that any cards that go into this program have to be closed. And when you close an account, it does um, affect your credit score in a minimal way because now the balance that you have is a higher percentage of the, the available credit you have to you. But here's the reality. Unless you're going out to buy a house or a car, you know, in the next year, I wouldn't be concerned about that. You know, the you having a minor decline in your credit score is the least of my concern. I want to get you out of debt once and for all. Um, thank you. Thank you very okay. much. All right. Thanks for you your call. Many blessings to you, Anna, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thank you for calling. It's our pleasure having you here today. Let's go to Janet next in Brooksville. Hi, Janet. How are you? Good morning. I think you guys are the greatest in the world, and I can't wake up without you, and you're a blessing uh, in my life. That's Kurt and Kay. Yeah. <laughs> your guest is concerned. My question is almost completely answered by the last caller from Kissimmee. However, uh, $12,000 worth of credit card debt, $24,000 worth of income, when, and I tried making all the payments above minimum and paying off the rules one first. However, if I pay them that way, I don't have enough money for milk, yeah, for groceries, or for uh, gas, which is what I put back on the credit card. So I seem to be not doing too well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a challenge, uh, obviously, because did you say the income is, is 24000 um, a year? Is that right? Yes. Okay. And, and the, you've got 12000 12, 12, in credit card. On, just the $12,000 was not spent on me. It was helping someone that was an addict and I was trying to get them yeah. through recovery. So sure. Yeah, no, I can certainly understand either, that. But that's okay. Well, the Lord. often, you know, so I would at least check with Christian credit counselors. Now the typical monthly payment on credit counseling in a debt management program is going to be 3% of the balance. So that's going to be about $360 a month. Now, if you have, you know, only about 2000 a month coming in, then obviously, you know, we're, we're approaching, I mean, we're at, uh, you know, 20% of your uh, plus of your monthly income. And I realize that's well, a challenge to keep gas in the well, car I'm, and a roof over your head. Go ahead. Right now I'm blessed because the home I'm in is paid for. However, the rent I pay is like $700 a month. So yeah. I'm managing with part-time work, but I can't do part-time work anymore. And my concern sure. now is if I close those credit, credit cards, they don't come back ever. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, in the sense that you think you, your credit score will be too bad that you won't ever be able to get another one? No, no. My credit score now is bad. My my concern is it took me years to get a credit card, and then I went crazy, and that's on me. But there's, I'd like to have at least one emergency credit card 
in my pocket just for whatever. Yeah. Well, you don't have to enroll all of the cards in credit counseling. So one option would be, even though I would argue, let's try to build up that emergency fund and then just not have a credit card for a season. If you wanted to keep one, uh, you could keep one out, put the rest of them in, especially those with the larger balances and higher interest rates and hang on to one. The other option is you could always get a secured credit card where you put a, you know, two or 300 on deposit and then they issue a credit limit against it. And that's going to protect you from ever going into debt because you're not able to charge beyond what's on deposit. Um, but I realize you got to have the money to do that. So what I'd probably do is, is still contact christiancreditcounselors.org, have them help you create a plan. Again, you could leave one card out. And as long as you can pay that minimum payment, at least now the interest rates are lower. So you'll actually make some progress each month in paying these debts down. Janet, thank you so much for being with us. Many blessings to you. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Hang in there. Let's go to Karen and Claremont next. Hey, Karen, how are you? Morning. Good morning. What's your question for Rob? Um, My question is, my husband just turned 62 and he has a medical disability retirement from the fire department, and um, it is 60% of his income tax-free for the rest of his life. Um, he is able to work still, just not as a firefighter. So we are considering um, him retiring at 62, but does the disability retirement count towards um, the amount of money that you can make before they start taxing you on your social Got it. Rob, could you hear that okay? Yeah, I think I got the gist of the question. I'm so sorry to hear about his uh, medical situation. Uh, What will happen is the disability income will go until full retirement age, at which point he'll automatically just convert uh, to normal Social Security benefits. Um, so, you know, with disability income, um, does he want to, to continue to work just in a different profession? Is that the plan? Well, he has been working in another profession. We're considering him taking his Social Security now at 62 instead of waiting till 65. But, you know, like, so if your full retirement age is 65 or 67, um, if you take Social Security early, you can only make a certain amount of income, even if you work part-time or full-time right. or whatever. And then they right. take what? a dollar for every two dollars you make or something like that. Exactly right. Yeah. So you can, um, you will get a dollar for every two dollars you earn over the limit, uh, reduced. And that's on top of the fact that if he takes it at 62, he's already going to get about a 30% reduction in his benefit versus what he would have gotten at full retirement age. So he's got that 30% reduction and then it's going to be further reduced by a dollar for every two dollars over the limit that he earns up to full retirement age. Now, you all will get that money back once he gets to full retirement age in the form of a higher check until every dollar that was reduced is paid back to you. So it's just a temporary reduction. The key is, can you make the numbers work uh, more so than the reduction? Because again, that will be paid back to you down the road. The other thing to consider is that this 
permanent reduction of 30% is a big deal. So I think the longer he could wait, if you guys could live on disability, plus the income he's earning, plus whatever you're bringing home until he reaches full retirement age, that would be better because then you get your full benefit. Uh, So you're just going to have to look at all of these issues and see what works in light of your budget. Karen, thank you very much for your call. Hey, Rob, we're going to let you go, but uh, we're not going to be chatting with you until next month. So Merry Christmas to you and your family. And Happy New Year. Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, Merry Christmas to you both. And always enjoy my time. Thanks for listening to Curtin Gate Mornings Podcast. Please take a minute to follow, subscribe, and review us. And no matter where in the world you are, you can listen to us live from 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on the Moody Radio app.